It's All Things Considered on Minnesota Public Radio News. I'm Stephen John. Your doctor may be asking you to get an HIV test, and that's our Tuesday topic with Dr. John Hallberg. A report in Monday's Star Tribune identified what's becoming a trend with health providers in Minnesota, universal testing for HIV. Instead of limiting tests to high-risk groups like gay and bisexual men and IV drug users, providers like the Mayo Clinic and health partners are encouraging all adults to be tested for the virus at least once. Here with more is our regular medical analyst, Dr. John Hallberg. John is a physician in family medicine at the University of Minnesota. Good to see you, John. Hi, Stephen. Thanks. Why the change in strategy? You know, it's been a universal recommendation since 2006 by the CDC, and then in 2013, the U.S. Preventive Services Task Force recommended it. And now, um, I think because of the universal nature of electronic health records, being able to push out alerts to providers, big groups like Mayo and Health Partners are sort of you know really pushing this forward, and I think everyone's going to jump on board. So why now? Uh, you say it's been uh, you know encouraged for a number of years. Uh, why are now some... Uh, uh, health providers picking up on it. Well, I think we're you know the the evidence is there that the earlier we identify somebody as having HIV infection, um, their lives will you know they'll live longer. Um, they're not infecting others. I think sometimes we focus so much on high at risk groups that you forget that there are many other people who may not realize, frankly, that they've been exposed at some point in their life. And also, uh, the Affordable Care Act now puts HIV testing as an essential preventive service, and therefore it's paid for. So people don't have to worry about paying for this out of pocket. So there may be some concern that people that aren't in those high-risk groups traditionally uh, for HIV AIDS are walking around positive and potentially spreading the virus asymptomatic. Is that's that right. I mean, in fact, we know that that's the case. I mean, there's a number of people that when they're finally diagnosed, they're actually very close to getting AIDS, and often within a year or so, they manifest the, the symptoms of the disease itself. And so you want to nip that as early as you can. Well, why is it that people uh, may be uh, exposed to it without their knowledge and be asymptomatic uh, if they're not in one of those uh, uh, previously, you know, known in high-risk groups. Well, we know that this can occur in a heterosexual population, and um, you know, unprotected sex, sexual activity, can uh, expose somebody to the HIV virus, and maybe they thought the situation was very, very low risk, and in fact, it wasn't. Okay, is this related to other diseases? Uh, I'm thinking hepatitis C. Yeah, I mean, that recommendation came out in about 2013, widely adopted in. 2014, just last year, and the idea is that anyone born between 1945 and 1965, the baby boomers, um, there really wasn't great universal screening of blood products until about 1992. So they suggest anyone in that group get a one-time hepatitis C test just to know because um, by the time people are diagnosed, they really have significant liver disease oftentimes, and, and you know that's the leading cause of liver transplants in the United States is hepatitis C infection. Anytime there is a new recommendation to have some kind of test that's going to be on your health record, there's going to be a concern that, oh, my insurance is going to go up. Well, that can't happen anymore with the Affordable Care Act. You can no longer be penalized because of something, you know, a pre-existing condition. And I think that part of the idea behind this, too, is, look, if we make it universal, then there's no more stigma. And I think that's really a beautiful thing, that, that the more that we do of this, it just becomes a routine thing. I mean, it's right up there with having your colon cancer screening, breast cancer screening, cervical cancer screening. We're just making this one of the screening tests, and, and we are now going to expect that everyone, every adult, will have this done at least once. Do you anticipate there will be some pushback? 
pushback by folks who uh, say, well, I'm not in a high-risk group for uh, HIV-AIDS. Why would I have to take a a test for it? Oh, sure. And I think that's why this will never be a mandatory thing. The only time it's really mandatory is if someone applies for life insurance, for example. And I think many people don't even know they're having this done. But one of the lab tests that will be done is a HIV test. So that, you know, sort of happens regardless of our wishes. Yet it's interesting. I find that sometimes when people are maybe at no risk or extremely low risk, when this test is done, they'll often say that, you know, I'm glad I had that done. I just, I've always just kind of wondered and they've, it's just been the back of their mind. And now this is maybe an opportunity for some of those people to know that, uh, you know, know their status. All right. Well, thanks, John. My pleasure, Stephen. Thank you.